0: Greetings. Uh, We're at the end of our Fuel Up series, so I have the privilege of kind of wrapping this up. I wish I could uh, be seeing you all, but uh, we're going to do the best we can. And so I thought what we could do is first review the quadrants that uh, over the past weeks we've been looking at. So the quadrants are quadrant one was to be present. Quadrant two was to convey the good and Quadrant 3 was to provide reality. And the first two quadrants basically deal with the idea of grace, and the last two, Quadrant 3, providing reality, and the Quadrant 4, which we're going to talk a little bit about today, is basically about truth. And it says in John that Jesus came in grace and in truth. And so these quadrants represent being able to show Jesus to the world and to each other. So why don't we get into Quadrant 4, which is a call to action. And the nutrients under Quadrant 4 are advice, which is recommend a step, structure, provide a framework, challenge, to strongly recommend a difficult situation or action, development, create a growth environment, service, guide engagement to giving back. I would say Quadrant 4 is probably the most misused quadrant because it bleeds into the other three quadrants. When someone is asking for things from quadrant one, for instance, oftentimes we start off there, but then we get these urges or we want to move it quicker or just it happens where a lot of these things in quadrant four are starting to be added into quadrant one, when really the person is just looking for the nutrients in quadrant one, and that's where we really should stay. So that's why I say it's the most misused, because I think we all want to jump to this a- place of action, to the place of making a difference. And really what we need to realize is all of these quadrants make a difference, that that just being in that quadrant, it's important. It is making a difference. But also to say that perhaps in the quadrant, there could be elements of moving instead of Full steps, baby steps. And so Tim mentioned that, that we need to be tentative in our language. And one of the w- things about quadrant four is you want to be tentative. Actually, you want to engage quadrant four only at an invitation from the individual. So that's why I, th- I think this is the most misused quadrant. And when I think of quadrant four, I think of Uh, a spiritual gift that the Bible talks about that I think really represents quadrant four and also has been greatly misused. And so I wanted to look at 1 Corinthians 14 and 1 Corinthians 14 says this, Pursue love and use your ambition to try to get spiritual gifts, but especially so that you might prophesy. This is because those who speak in tongues don't speak to people but to God. No one understands it. They speak mysteries by the Spirit. Those who prophesy speak to people, building them up and giving them encouragement and comfort. People who speak in a tongue build up themselves. Those who prophesy build up the church. I wish that all of you spoke in tongues, but I'd rather you could prophesy. Those who prophesy are more important than those who speak in tongues. Unless they are able to interpret them, so that the church might be built up. So there's a lot in that passage, but I'd like to focus in on verse 3. And verse 3 talks about prophecy having three elements. The first element is upbuilding, the second is encouragement, and the last is consolation or comfort, which kind of parallels a lot of those nutrients that we talked about under call to action. And that's why I believe prophecy is a call to action that represents a misuse oftentimes by people Uh, a lot of times people think of prophecy as judgment and bringing judgment on people and calling the wrath of god so to speak but there's nothing about that in this passage and if you really look at the old testament prophets when they talked about the wrath of god when they talked about those dire consequences it was not meant to create fear in people but to bring about a present change of action. It was a call to action to, to behave differently or to have a different attitude or to think about things in a different way. And so I believe that prophecy is a spiritual gift that parallels this call to action of this quadrant four. And oftentimes it's misused. So what we need to do is really think about when we are prophesizing to think about the definition of prophecy as speaking the word of god over somebody and when we use judgment when we when we create fear in people we create an image of god that is fearful that is not truly and welcoming god and that is not the way i believe god meant to be portrayed because that's not the way that jesus is portrayed in the new testament in the new testament jesus represented a f- prophet and a prophet that spoke the truth, but also came in grace. And so one of the things that I believe this series is designed to do is, is let you be filled up with all of the goodness of God, because he wants you to be. And the way that that's delivered is by interpersonal relationships and by you being the unique you that you are. And in that relationship, Together as a community and as individuals, we can be Jesus incarnate. So there are two applications to this. One is that relationship involves a personal touch that is unique. So each of us are uniquely made by God, that we are God's masterpiece, that we represent a thought that he had, and he actualized that thought into our being. And he gave that being to the world. And so each of us, as we share these uh, nutrients with one another, provide that unique touch that is going to bring about a robust experience for each person. The other thing is, it's an opportunity to show Jesus incarnate, which was basically what Jesus was. He, he had a personality, he had relationships, and by us being the people being the person that God created us to be, we are being like Jesus to each other. And together we represent to the world the image of who Jesus is. So what we wanted to do was take uh, part in an exercise that the church has taken part in to basically invite Jesus into their relationship and also to be a symbol of being together in that relationship, and it's uh, called Communion, or Eucharist. And the way we're going to do that is that we're going to do it virtually. And so what I would invite you to do is take uh, the two elements, which would be, one would be some type of food or bread that represents the body of Christ, and the other is to take some kind of liquid that would represent the blood of Christ purpose of communion is to bring about a remembrance that we don't do this alone, that we do it with God, and that living the life that God wants us to is not about our own self-effort. It's about being with Him and also being in community with others. So I wanted to, to do this communion by reading this passage from 1 Corinthians. And what we're going to do is we're going to stop at certain places and and partake the element together, and then uh, we'll just close at the end. So, this is from 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 11, and it says this, I received a tradition from the Lord, which I also handed to you, that on the night for, on which he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took bread. After giving thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So why don't we take the bread and partake it. He did the same thing with the cup after they had eaten, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Every time you drink it, do this and remember it's to me. Every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you broadcast the death of the Lord until He comes. So why don't we take, and you can take your juice. And there's two elements here. One is that we become part of the body together, but also that our unifying factor is the blood of Christ. And that blood is able to protect us. The Lord instituted this uh, at the time of Passover. And in Passover, the people were all huddled together and they had to kill a lamb. And that lamb blood is what protected them through that night. So in, in this time, when we're always having to be sheltered together, may we be able to take communion together. May we be able to build our relationship up with each other. And may we know that the blood of the Lamb protects us and that we are protected. So I wanted to close this time with uh, a passage from 1 Corinthians chapter 16. And it says this, Listen, stay alert, stand tall in the faith. Be courageous and be strong. Let love prevail in your life, words, and actions. God bless you.